It's Corona time. Coronaville. Here we are. Quarantined. Quarantined together. I don't know if you're quarantined. Um, I mean, technically, I haven't gone anywhere today, so. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Well, your business attire today looks good. Thanks. Yeah. Let me tell you. I finally get to work in sweats. It's I'm a, happy for it's you. It's a dream come true. I was a little bit too comfortable today, I think. I uh, tried really hard to still maintain like my normal schedule. Yeah. So, like I woke up the same time I always do, made the same breakfast I always do. The only difference was I sat down right here and started working instead of uh, going to the office. So Nice. Do you feel like you got a lot done or was it kind of a unproductive day? Uh, it was, it was pretty productive. Um, it helps because I set up my desk and everything again. So I actually have a good place to work. If I would have like been at my coffee table or like at a dining table or something just on my laptop, I would have not gotten anything done. Yeah. Cause I kind of like, I need the multiple monitors thing. Well, I don't, I would survive without it, but it really, <laughs> it really helps to yeah. have more than one monitor. Um, and I just like, I can't get in the right headspace if I'm not at like a legitimate work spot. You know what I mean? Oh, I know what you mean. So yeah, I was, I spent like the last week basically getting everything set up so that, cause I knew this was going to happen Yeah. or they were going to be like, you should work from home if you can. So I wanted to make sure I was ready. So I'm glad I did. But yeah, I think I got, um, about the same amount of stuff done that I would have gotten done at the office, whether nice. or not, whether or not that was productive. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> Just depends, but so you can still pretty much just do your regular job from here. Yeah, yeah. So we have laptops, and I brought my like docking station home, so I have everything I need, and then we can VPN into the server at work, so we have access to all the software that we need and everything. So nice. Um, it's essentially as far as like my computer and stuff goes is like being there. Good deal. And then we have uh, anytime we have meetings, they are usually in conference rooms that have. Um, you know, all the telecommunication stuff. So we just Skype in. We don't have to like go in for meetings anymore. So yeah, um, I'm kind of nervous that I'm going to get too used to it <laughs> because I, I actually really like working from home um, for, for whatever reason. It, it feels more flexible to me, even though, even though I know like what I have to get done and the amount of work I have to get done is the same. Um, for some reason, it feels a little bit more free. I feel like I'm dictating my schedule, even though yeah. I'm not. But I don't know. It's weird. Anyway, like in two weeks, I hope that it's not like a huge drag for me to <laughs> <laughs> go back into the office. But we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. How's your quarantine experience been so far? Uh, it's It's been fine. Um, been out at camp mostly. Mm. So there's not much quarantine. Still doing my everyday thing, you know. Yeah. Um, there's projects, all kinds of projects to be done. Um. That's good. Today was uh, Megan and I's anniversary. Oh, so we uh, happy anniversary. Hung out. It was great. I made her breakfast. Nice. Um, and then we we've been watching the show Love Is Blind. Yeah. Um. So we finished that today. Not too great of a show, <laughs> but I got hooked in it. Had to know how it ended. Sure. Didn't want to just skip to the end. Uh, I give it maybe two and a half. Yeah. Out of five blindfolds. Blindfolds. Okay. Yeah. It was okay. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that it's a little bit wanting in the quality of viewing experience, but I don't know. I feel like shows like that are always lame. I'm just not, I'm not a reality, reality TV mm, guy. That's so fair. I can't get into them. Then you ever. certainly won't like this. Yeah, I would, I would not. Yeah. Um, You're into The Bachelor, yeah? Uh, She's very into The Bachelor. I mm. like Bachelor in Paradise. Right, that's right. 
Uh, I don't I don't pay attention you didn't to the watch. others. Apparently the finale of The Bachelor was disappointing. It was it was something else from what Megan said and what Twitter said, so mm. I don't think I missed out. Yeah. I have no cares. You don't have any details? You don't know what happened? Uh, I know the mom was real angry. I don't uh, know her deal. Um, and so people on uh, Twitter, at least, were very pro or against mom. Mm-hmm. And that was just kind of a thing. But I don't think Peter, the bachelor, ended up with the girl. Mm. I heard one rumor that he ended up with one of the producers. I don't know how true that is. Uh, It'd yeah. be better somehow. I would be more <laughs> more interested in that result, I think. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know. Bachelor's whatever. Love is yeah. Blind was better than The Bachelor. What's the other? There's another um, stupid reality show on Netflix that they uh, did. Netflix has one called The Circle. Yeah, that's it. That one is incredible. I think yeah. you might actually like that. Maybe. Have but you heard about it? I think I think you told me about it. Yeah, so they get they just like make up a personality or yeah, something. Yeah, so it's all like how social media affects relationships. And so they're, they're contained to a room. They can't leave. They can't talk on the phone. Yeah. Or anything, they just can communicate through a screen, and so they can choose who they want to be, whether that's themselves or a catfish of some sort, somebody else, and mm. see how it plays out. And then you just want to be the most liked, and then if you're the most liked, you win the show. So it was really interesting. Huh. I'm not much of a social media guy, but kind of the way it plays out and yeah, who believes what and how it's controlled was super fascinating. I have to watch that because I'm always interested in that kind of thing. And I also don't know what persona I would take on. Yeah. Because I, I, feel, like I, w- I feel like I wouldn't be my normal self, but I also don't, th- I don't know if I know enough about like how to con people to be like yeah. the most liked as a yeah. fake person. So I don't know. Most people went in as themselves. Uh, there was one guy that went in acting like his girlfriend, mm. uh, but single. So he took all of her pictures and personality and stuff. And then oh. um, there was one guy that brought his mom with him. So they were both communicating. <laughs> It was weird, but funny. You know, it, yeah. was, it was a really good show. It had me hooked. Huh. Um, it was exciting. They made it funny. All right. Yeah, so. Cool. Yeah, it was good. You got an icebreaker for us? I do. Can you scroll up on that screen? Oh, yeah. Sorry, man. Ooh, I appreciate that enlargement there. Uh, what, what's been your favorite activity to do while you're quarantining yourself? Uh, yeah, so. Like this I, kinda, s- I feel like this just hits hard in the world. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> yeah. We couldn't do a podcast without talking about this today, I think. Um, yeah. So like I said, I've been working from home. So really, that's the only thing that's different. Like my 5 p.m. to whatever p.m. that I go to bed is always the same. You know, I'm yeah. not changing anything about that. But um, since I've, I'm home, um, it's nice to like, usually when I'm at the office, I will take, I'll work for you know, an hour or an hour and a half and I'll take like a 10 to 20 minute break and do something like I'll go for a little walk around the office or something. But, um, it, I can only walk from here to the kitchen and open the fridge so many times <laughs> before I, I'm sick of doing that. So it's not a very long walk either. Yeah. It has been nice. Like sometimes like I'll go, I did some dishes in between little tasks and I did some drumming in between work tasks. So um, it's cool to like break it up with other things that are still productive and not just like walking around. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess, um, it's only been day one and a half for me in quarantine. So I worked a half day in the, at the office yesterday. Um, but yeah, just, uh, trying to work in some other productive things while I'm here. Nice. Yeah. What about you? Uh, well, when I, when I was out at camp, 
Um, I really enjoyed. I got. I just got so much done. Yeah. Um, so spending a lot of time in the shop out there, changing oils in all the vehicles. Mm. Um, tractor, changed that for the first time. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then truck and cars and uh, those things. That was a blast. And mm-hmm. I think one of the, the favorite thing though today, Megan and I, we pulled the car out of the garage. We put dance lesson videos on YouTube up and we just learned more dance stuff. So oh, that was wow. pretty cool. Interesting. Yeah. It was adorable. Yeah. It was perfect Annie. It's a good anniversary celebration. activity. Yeah. Also practical. Yeah. Have the uh, amount of like face-to-face meetings that you've done gone down? Uh, a little bit. Um, all my Sundays for the next about month and a half preaching have been canceled. Mm. Um, so that's that went down. I did my last one this past Sunday in Lindsburg, Kansas, and there's only about 20 people there. Mm-hmm. But but I gave the best sermon I've ever given. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that was. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. So that kind of thing's down. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm still doing some donor visits. We still have families coming out to camp. Um, mm-hmm. The problem is the questions being asked of what's going to happen to camp. Right. Um, and, you know, you can't hold that decision out too long for the families who are trying to plan around it, for right. the staff that's trying to figure out if they should go get an actual internship that's going to help them <laughs> in the future. Right. Um, so th- there's just a lot of things at play there. Uh, but things are changing, but you can also just get a lot of stuff done. Yeah. At a yeah. place like that. Yeah. Well, that's good, man. That's good. All right. Switching gears here because, dude, I'm so sick of talking about coronavirus. Uh, me too. <laughs> I'm so tired of social media talking about it. Yeah. It was like the memes were good for a while, but now it's just like every every tweet is something about what they're doing for coronavirus, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, let's be done with it. Yep. Um, so the last couple of weeks, I've had some chances to hang out with um, some really good friends of mine. And uh, I've started to think a lot lately just in terms of quality of friends versus quantity of friends, right? Mm. So for a while, I was like just trying to make as many friends as I possibly could and meet all these people. And I think that's a good strategy, but um, I've really been trying to be intentional lately about spending more time with a few people versus um, like a little bit of time with a lot of people, right? Yeah. So one of the things I wanted to to talk about was um, what do you think like what do you look for in a really good friend like what makes like you know your ride or die friends because I think a lot about um, like some of my some of my best friends that I like will never stop being friends with are people that don't live here yeah right but they all have very specific traits about them that I really value Um, I don't know it's just I thought it was an interesting thing to bring up that's a really that's a deep question. It is. I'm really yeah, liking we're this. We're going deep today. Yeah. Yeah. I was coming over and when I was on the the page editing the stuff, you still hadn't put this in there. So mm. when I saw this, I was like, whew, <laughs> that hit hard. Yeah. Um, do you want to go first while yeah. I give it some yeah, thoughts? Yeah, sorry. I, kinda, it a little I, sp- thinking? I sprung it on you. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like some of the best friends that I've ever had are the people that... Um, like are in very similar circumstances of life as me. Like I think back to, I feel like my whole life up until what I call like real adulthood, which is now, um, you make your best friends like in high school or in college. And usually that's because you're like in sports together or you're in the same classes together or whatever. You have like this shared like vested interest in something. Um, so I've always felt like, for someone to be like my one of my really good friends, they need to have like um, some something like of interest in common, 
And I feel like that's changing a lot now that I'm an adult because uh, I kind of get bored talking to people that are like, they only do the same things that I do. You know, I feel for some reason, like you'd think that like in college, the best friend that I made in college, we had all of our classes together. And like basically most of what we talked about was like engineering school and like all that kind of thing. But so you'd think that that would translate into, so some of my best friends now would be the people that I work with. And I feel like though I have good friends from work, like I would not be able to hang out with them all the time because all we would talk about is work and I would yeah. like need a break from that. Um, so now I feel like some of my best friends are people that I don't have a lot in common with, you know, like you, you and I have very different life paths, right? But mm-hmm. I enjoy talking to you and I enjoy like hearing um, like how your life works and like how, what you do for a living and that kind of thing. Um, and I, you know, uh, Max and Liz, our good friends are kind of in the same boat. Like what I do with my life is very different from what they do for a living, you know? So I feel like I'm attracted to that for some reason. Um, and we have different views and I feel like, I don't know, I've started to, I've started to become attracted more to people that like don't want to talk so much about just like things that happen, but rather like more serious ideas. I feel like uh, our friend Max is really good at that. Like yeah. he's, he's definitely a thinker. <laughs> he dives and, deep. Yeah. I've got this buddy, John, who like we just talk about the most abstract things and like for a long time, it's really cool. But um, I don't know. That's one thing that I had been thinking about lately yeah yeah uh the first thing that comes to my mind when thinking about this is in like developing a good friend for me looking back in my recent years is um somebody that you've kind of struggled with Mm. like you're both in a tough situation or a new situation at the same time like when you and i became good friends neither Mm -hmm. of us knew anybody here right you know and so it only made sense to reach out or Um, one of my good friends that I made this past year, she's a pastor in Manhattan mm-hmm. and, um, she, her husband was deployed and I was out at camp and had nobody to hang out with cause I have no friends out there. Right. And, you know, we just kind of keep each other company nice. you know, and just like be able to have somebody to hang out with. So you're not so lonely. Yeah. And through that, you know, you just make good friends and there's somebody that's always there and, um, you can go do stuff with and. Uh, but then on the opposite end of that, one of my other newest good buddies, his name is Darren, and we we haven't been in any struggles together. We just <laughs> our our ladies like to hang right. out, and right. we were along for the ride one time, and we just clicked, you nice. know. And somebody who's fun and loves sports, and yeah, talks about drinking beer and right throwing disc golf and sure. all those things. Like you know, that's also fun too. You need that, right? And so I don't know. This is hard. I think one thing that really makes a good friend is somebody that's just there for you. Mm. You know, I can know I could call you mm-hmm. anytime. Say, hey, this is what's going on. Can we just like go get away for a little bit? Or, right. Hey, I need help moving something. <laughs> Dude, I just need an extra hand. Can you come right. hang out for a second? Right. You know, and so uh, those those things are very valuable in in life, and it comes and goes, which is tough because people move, and that yeah. sucks. You know, one of my one of my best friends, I just found out he's taking a job like seven hours away, mm. and that that sucks. And, yeah. But, you know, you're always going to be good friends and you're going to call on the phone and hang out when you can. Right. So, yeah, that that was one thing that I was going to bring up. Is, like I said, some of my best friends, like, don't even live here. But, like, I spent this whole last weekend hanging out with 
the Talbot brothers were in town. They played a show on Friday. Which, Dude, I heard that was in a cave. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's this distillery that's in a cave. Yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, it's really cool. But uh, yeah, so they, you know, they were supposed to go down and play South by Southwest this week, but that yeah. got canceled. And then all their other shows of the tour got canceled. So this was the only one they played, um, which is a bummer for them, but it was cool for me because then they had an excuse just to, like hang around town. And they are some of my, my best friends. And um, I started thinking about this a lot when I was with them because it's like, it's one of those things it's interesting because only, only, only certain people are this way for me, but you can spend six months or a year or whatever and not see someone and not even really talk to them all that much. But then, uh, like the first time you're back, you don't spend a whole lot of time like catching up on like dumb stuff. You just like start talking about like real life, deep stuff right away. And that's what we did. Like we went out for a beer on Thursday night when they got in and like we spent the car ride out there talking about coronavirus, <laughs> of course, because we had to. But then like as soon as we sat down at the restaurant, we were just talking about like super deep, like heavy life stuff. And nice. I was like, I don't know. That's I like that, you know. I like that sometimes. But um I don't know. I feel like there's a there's a pretty serious d- difference between like a super good friend and just like a buddy. Do yeah. you agree? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's plenty of buddies out there. Right. You know, but friends are friends are cool yeah they're really cool yeah i feel like the people that there's people in my life that i feel like i can tell anything to like no matter mm-hmm. what and and no matter what season of life and you know they're not going to tell me for one thing i feel like they're not going to tell me what i want to hear all the time i think that's important you can't be surrounded by like just hype men or yes men <laughs> yeah. all the time because like you can get into a lot of trouble that way um but also there are times when like you need the support and you know, your, your best friends are the ones that'll know like what you need in, in that moment. I feel definitely, like. definitely. Yeah. And they'll just, and even if it's nothing, they just come and sit with you. Right. Right. Yeah. Whatever the most, just be around. Right. I, I think that's the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler and I have a cool <laughs> friendship because a lot of the time we actually are not talking like when we're hanging <laughs> out, like we don't feel this need to like fill space with like stupid small talk like if we don't have anything to talk about then we just like kind of hang out yeah which is cool i love that i love people like that. yes yeah and you're the same way yeah like i feel like that's a common trait of all of my best friends and just like low maintenance people. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's kind of my jam but certainly i'm sure it's different for everyone but i, I don't know i feel like <clears throat> i don't know i don't know if many people like sit down and think about like what they need in a friendship yeah. you know they just find people that they enjoy spending time with which is fine but i just feel like there's more yeah you know i wonder how this conversation would be different if we were talking to a girl mm. like is there because i don't think they would say like we just sit and we don't talk for a while unless <laughs> somebody has something to say right you know they they always have something to say i feel like yeah. oh, maybe that's just the outside looking in never really set in on too much yeah. girl time like that i but. think that depends on the girl because my girlfriend is not that way yeah she i mean <laughs> i don't want to like talk too much about my relationship <laughs> with my girlfriend on the air but i one of the things that like one of my favorite things about she and i is like we don't have to small talk yeah. maybe she like wants me to and i'm like gonna get myself in trouble by saying i like not having to do that but you know i feel like I, I never feel any pressure to just like uh sit and talk about something that doesn't matter with her. Yeah. 
I don't know how she is with her friends, I suppose. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it might be a different thing. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about women. So <laughs> right. <laughs> it would be interesting to do maybe a part two with a female guest or something. Yeah. I think it'd be so different if we had Lauren and Megan. Because mm. I think they're the way they tick are very different. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I mean, I think both that's, in a good way. I, I think, yeah, no, I Nothing think that's wrong true. That. I, th- I just think that like everybody, it's like love languages, right? Yeah. Like I think, I think that extends into just like your friendships because I love my friends and I know they love me and we like show that in different ways. So yeah. What, is, what is your love language? Uh, quality time is a big one, which is why they're just like being together and not having to say anything is cool for me. And uh, acts of service is yeah. a big one too. And and that's like my best friends I know are people that would like drop everything and do things for me if I needed them to. Like you, like you said, like help you move. Like you don't necessarily even have to ask them if they know you're moving. They'll like make sure yeah. you know that they're available for you. Or um, yeah, if you're just like going through some going through something and they just they make their time available for you. I think that's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? I think the biggest one I give is definitely acts of service because I'm very poor emotionally. (laughs) Yeah. I don't like to be touched. Right. And uh, quality time comes and goes for me. Sure. Um, But I think I've over the, over. I don't think it was this way maybe two years ago, but I think it's really changed in the way my life's developed. Mm. But I think like I'll, I'll do anything for anybody. Yeah. I think that's, I want that to be part of my character Mm. when I die and something somebody remembers about me. And so, I, just, I don't know. I don't know what my receiving one is. It kind of depends. Sometimes yeah. I like quality time. Sometimes I like active service. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't talk to me. I don't <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. I don't think is. Is there one for talking? Just conversation. Oh, uh, uh, words of affirmation. That's oh, the one. I hate that. I don't dude. need words I of affirmation. That. I really hate being complimented for yeah, some reason. It's like, so awkward. It makes me feel uncomfortable, and I'm not good with gifts. I'm not good at receiving or giving gifts. That's the other one. Yeah, I'm not good at that either. I like getting things, but like I don't. I think I've talked about this multiple times before, but I don't like. Uh, I don't like the expectation that's put on you when someone gives you a gift, and you have you're like expected to react a certain way to like yeah. fulfill them. Yeah, uh, that bothers me. I uh, I went to a wedding this weekend. And it was just me because Megan had to be here in Kansas City. And it was in Lindsburg. And I was about 20 minutes away. And I was kind of close. There was mm-hmm. no way I could stop. I was like, oh, crap. I forgot to get something. <laughs> this is what happens when Megan's not around. Yeah, yeah. But then at the same time for that couple, I was uh, talking with the wife uh, today. And they're like, well, our trip kind of got postponed. And without thought, I was like, well, just come to camp. Let me make you a steak dinner. Nice. You know, and to me... That that means more, I don't know about them and their view, but to me it means it's a lot better to give that than something at a wedding Yeah, because that's what everybody does. Yeah. Well, I should have. I don't disagree <laughs> with that. I really should have, and I will, yeah, yeah. but like that means more to me. Yeah, I to mean, be able to do for them. they'll remember that. Yeah. They won't remember that you got them a toaster probably. Yeah, or Maybe. a $20 gift card to Target. Would. <laughs> Dude, for... Uh, <laughs> I think I told this story too on the on the show, but for Max and Liz's wedding, I I know that like getting people gift cards is generally um, there's like mixed opinions about it. People sometimes view it as like lazy and cheap. I don't feel that way, <laughs> uh, but I had to give them cash, like straight up cash, <laughs> for their wedding, which I definitely felt. And it wasn't even like a crisp bill. Like I went to the <laughs> bank and got it. It was like literally out of someone's pocket. 
And here's why. <laughs> I was in the same boat where, like, I had forgotten. Like, I knew I was going to get him a gift card because that's kind of my thing. Um, maybe it's because I'm lazy, but whatever. I like getting gift cards because then the person can go pick out what they want. You know, I know they have a registry and they kind of already did that, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> so I was going to get him a gift card and I was running late to the, to the actual ceremony. So I couldn't stop on the way like I usually do. Uh, but across from the church, there's a Target. So yeah. It was like perfect. Like this is one of the places that was, they had a registry for. I'm just going to pop over there in between the ceremony and the reception. So I went to Target and I walk in and I get a card and I get a gift card, you know, and everything. And then I go to check out and their, syst- their computer system is down. So like they can't take credit cards and I'm an idiot and don't <laughs> keep cash on me. I, th- I only had enough cash to buy the card. I couldn't buy, like pay for the gift card. So I was like, okay, so now I don't know what I'm going to do. So then we were meeting up with some friends for drinks before the reception. So I went there and I was like, does anyone have X amount of money? <laughs> or like, can we like scrap together? Because I had a um, amount of money in my head and <laughs> I had to like Venmo like two or three different people <laughs> to like scrap together enough, just like pocket change and like give it to them for their wedding. That's fantastic. It was the most embarrassing thing ever. And then a couple weeks ago, I was talking to them and I was like, yeah, dude, I feel so bad because I just got you cash for your wedding. And he's like, oh yeah, you did. Like they remembered that, I don't know, it might be a move because they would remember that you're the idiot that got them like soda. St- I think I spilled, I spilled <laughs> on the card too. So like it, it was just a incredible disa- move. It was a disaster. Nice. Um, all that to say, um, Max and Liz are good friends of mine. So it, it didn't affect our yeah. friendship in any way. But yeah, wedding gifts stressed me out yep. quite a bit. I always go the gift cart route gift card route mm-hmm. yeah i feel that one thing megan and i started doing for wedding gifts because it happened to us um one of our friends a married couple they gave us a bottle of wine and mm. wrote this sweet thing about how in marriages best things come when you wait and all mm. that happy crappy <laughs> stuff but it also said save this right. bottle of wine for your second anniversary which was really neat and so that's what we've started oh. been getting for people and it's been it's a unique thing Mm-hmm. And it's something that hopefully they remember and use because now tonight we get to think of our friends. Yeah. Um, as we drink that bottle of uh, liquid ink. Nice. From Manhattan, Kansas. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. yeah that's, that's a good idea. All right. Well, should we uh, move into some headlines? You betcha. Sweet. Uh, obviously, talked about Corona. Don't need to do that. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, but Brown University football, um, they hired the first woman position coach in college history interesting um, heather marini is going to coach quarterbacks this upcoming season okay she was already on staff uh the quarterbacks coach left and they promoted her nice. uh, that's pretty cool what did she do before uh, i'm not sure mm. this is the article didn't say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no worries uh but yes it all just said she was on staff and so uh good for her that's exciting yeah um good to see women in those roles yeah um yeah that's interesting i uh for some reason, I thought there was a female coach in college, but I guess they're uh, strength NFL. and conditioning coaches. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. So position coach. Sick. We're moving up. Yeah. Also, I think it's pretty cool. That's quarterbacks. You know, that says a lot with the importance of that. And, yeah. You know, she must be a talented individual. Yeah. Which is exactly what it should take to get a job. And understands the game really well. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like of all the positions, that's one of the ones where you have to know kind of both sides of the ball really well. Yeah. So, yeah, that's cool. Very cool. Good for her. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one thing that I thought was hilarious this week, 
Um, I guess we are talking a little Corona talk. Yeah. Uh, but Sports Center, without sports, it was so dull that it had Dude. highlights of Nebraska high school <laughs> basketball state championships. Yeah. So uh, wait for those boys to get their, their faces <laughs> out there. Uh, right. That was awesome. They did, uh, they did all those with an empty arena, right? Yeah. They got to have so weird. each team got to have something like 150 fans, maybe. Sure. Um, so it's just family. Yeah. But at least they got it. They got their yeah. glory. Um, that was neat. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Would you uh sort of like on a basketball tangent, would you have even watched any March Madness games if it were an empty arena? Absolutely. Really? Because I would have filled out my bracket. Yeah. I, I mean, I say absolutely without actually doing it. It would have taken away a lot from the game, but I would have filled out my bracket. I still would have been in. Maybe yeah. put five bucks here or there. Make it a little more exciting when there's no fans. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I feel like you would have had to have bet money. I don't know. There's something about like... I can't really say that when I watch sports that I'm... I even notice the fans at all. Yeah. But I feel like I would notice if they weren't there. Like, I feel like it would definitely change something. Certainly. I was watching uh, Champions League soccer maybe last week. And it was at the time when Italy had just gotten rid of their... Whenever Italy just got rid of having fans. Yeah. So maybe that was two weeks ago. Um, It was weird to watch without it. Yeah. You know, everybody was playing. You could hear the players talk. Right. Because the fans aren't chanting. And, right. But it was cool. I mean, at least the games were happening. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Uh, the next headline, probably the biggest headline of the week, mm-hmm. has changed even since I wrote this up. Um, Tom Brady, he wrote a letter to his fans saying he's going to leave New England. Yeah. Uh, reports were coming out about an hour and a half ago. He's heading to Tampa Bay. Yep, that's what I saw. That's insane. Um, I did not see that coming of all the places. My, I didn't like see the tweet. I didn't read it myself, so that that's on me. But my girlfriend told me about it, and she said that he was retiring. She like misinterpreted what he said. I was like, oh, finally. Like I was so hyped. Uh, I, I mean, I don't really hate Tom Brady as much as a lot of people do, but I just thought it would be cool to see a year without him. Yeah. You know? Um, so I'm a little bit disappointed to hear that he's still going to be around, but it'll be interesting to see Tampa Bay. Yeah, that's that's going to be... That is a weird uniform yeah. to think of Tom Brady in. Uh, there were a lot, of, a lot of speculation that he was going to end up uh, on the Chargers, right? Yep. Mm. Yep. That would have been fun. Uh, speaking of Chargers, Philip Rivers ended up in Indiana. Oh, really? Indianapolis. I forgot that he left. Yeah. And I don't know. I was listening to the radio something, maybe a Sports Center clip. It said, Philip Rivers is moving to Indianapolis. He's taking the whole family with him. <laughs> he has like yeah, 11 he's got kids. a ton of kids. It was Crazy. also funny that I just, there's too much stupid on Twitter now that yeah. people have nothing else to do. And when it came out that, you could only have 10 people in a gathering. <laughs> Somebody yeah. was like, well, Philip Rivers is going to have to get rid of a kid. <laughs> and I lost it. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, so what happened to Jameis Winston? Wasn't he? Uh, he's Bucks a free agent now. Okay. Um, so he had the most touchdowns last year. He also had the most interceptions. Yeah. So it'd be hilarious to see him in a New England jersey with Bill <laughs> Belichick. <just> switch. <laughs> yeah. That'd be funny. Yeah, it's exciting to have some sports happening in the midst of all this. People need that because every yeah. other league shut down. So I'm glad NFL is fire right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and the XFL's not going. XFL's done. Everything's done right now. Yeah, NHL. It's a bad time of year. No more this spring is, training. This is always. I guess it would be March Madness right now. But like, there's definitely a weird period of the year where there's like no sports worth watching on, and it's yeah. like. Basically everything before March. <laughs> yeah. After the Super Bowl, everything before March. One thing that's really 
hit me pretty hard and how serious this whole situation is is uh like with NBA they're talking about an MLB not coming back until June mm. these guys are missing on billions and billions of dollars yeah so I feel like they would do anything they could to make that happen but they're not and it's just like what is right. going to happen yeah let's not talk about it cuz it's <laughs> corona talking that's over yeah but all right, you it's got a, a serious situation. You got a high bro tip of the week for us this week. I do have a high bro out. tip of the week. Uh, my high bro tip for you guys, while there's a little slow time, I encourage you guys to learn something new. Mm. Um, maybe it's dancing, maybe it's cooking, uh, but just take a chance and um, get on that YouTube, something you've always wanted to learn, yeah. and search it up, get after it. Oh, yeah, it's a good idea. Uh, my high bro tip of this week is going to be stay active however you can. Um, all the gyms are closed and that's been a major <laughs> bummer for me. Luckily, I've got uh, some good friends who let me go use their home gym. They're just down the road. So I uh, was able to get it in and uh, not spend all day driving around looking for somewhere to go. Happy for you. Um, but yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do for the rest of the time because I don't want to be like at their house in their basement every day. <laughs> hey, this, the Spilker gym is open for you. Oh yeah, I forgot. You guys got stuff too. Yeah, come on over. All right. But yeah, stay active however you can. It's going to help you stay healthy. Um, if the weather's nice, go out and take a walk. Like being outside is not uh, <laughs> is not canceled. <laughs> you can be outside, so uh, I recommend doing that when you can. Yep. All righty. All right, man. This was good. It was. Thanks for being a good friend. Yeah, you too, man. <laughs> take it easy. All right. With that, I think it's time to wrap up this episode of Bro Date. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and write a review of our show if you haven't already. Intro and outro music is the song Dreamin' by the Talbot Brothers off their album Gray. And be sure to check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Bro Date Podcast. And always feel free to send us topics and questions to feature on the next show. Until next time, stay high, bro.